Welcome to Discover Grace Podcast, a podcast made for finding God's grace in a disgraceful world. Youth pastors Garrett Lamb and Dalton Dickerson will be discussing practical truths and convicting topics from God's Word. Join us in striving together to build a stronger love for God and love for others. Welcome to Discover Grace Podcast. It's good to be on here with with Garrett, and we're in the month of December. Christmas is on the mind, and I'm looking forward to different things we do in, during the holiday season. I've already started buying gifts, and uh, we're we're going to be taking a trip to Indiana. But Garrett, anything special going on for you during the month of December? Tis the season, man. Tis the season. Tis the season. Uh, I am going to West Virginia. I'm going home and uh spend time with family all my siblings will be in so we're gonna spend some time together but uh other than that man i i have something to admit to everybody on the podcast oh uh, no <laughs> i am last second when it comes to buying gifts really have you bought last any zero wow man <laughs> good luck I've bought, I've bought none i i i always have a heart okay i have a hard time buying myself clothes uh anything that's over like non dollars yes so food i can buy i can buy food for myself <laughs> long man but when it comes to buying other people stuff and buying myself things that i need i'm very bad at it so i'm a procrastinator when it comes to christmas gifts but yeah uh, i'm ready for the season we went to branson missouri oh, uh, yeah, a couple yeah. weeks ago on vacation it was great and it was all decked out on Christmas. I mean, we went to this place called Silver Dollar City. It was great. Uh, had all sorts of different different Christmas shows. And, and so I've been in the mood for a while. I'm usually like after Thanksgiving type of guy. Always. Okay. I'm yeah. always like that. I took a year off this year and uh, went with the early Christmas. So I've been in, I've been in the Christmas season in my heart for a while so, <laughs> in my heart, <laughs> in my heart. <laughs> nice man deep. but people, uh yeah that's that's the plans i mean some people do like christmas in july or is, is that what it's called yeah i've never yeah. done that but um no me neither uh, i can't be doing that yeah too busy but I, I will say uh some people know how to play this game when it comes to christmas because they'll put up christmas lights and they leave them all year round that's right and they just leave them off and then they turn them on during <laughs> so I'm going for that next year because we're we're in a temporary spot right now, but we'll be in a more permanent spot next year. Yeah. So I know you got your house. Or are you guys all decked out for Christmas right now? I mean, inside, Gwen's done a good job. We have our tree up. We have a couple of presents under yeah. the tree, decorations throughout the house. But on the outside, man, it's bare. Um, I don't know. It just seems like a lot of work to put up all this stuff, spend money, put up stuff just to take it down as soon as it ends. Because if you leave it up, man, no offense, but everyone's thinking, man, those people are just lazy. You know, <laughs> they just leave it up year round. That's where um, you just need like multicolored ones. So it's like, I know people do that. Yeah. Fourth of July. Yeah. Patreon. You know, we don't celebrate any other holidays, but <laughs> say Halloween, Satan's Day. <laughs> uh, now, okay, here we go. What What is the most pointless? holiday in your opinion what is the worst holiday in your opinion <laughs> columbus oh, day no sorry 
man. Like national holiday. National what, what holiday. Do you think, what what, clar- do you think what clarifies like a day off work holiday or yeah, yeah, like a like season? National holiday. Like when we worked at North Track, they handed you a paper and said you get these days off because they're national holidays. I can't even remember. Um I, I'm gonna go first then. I'm President's Day. I hate Valentine's Day. Really? Wow. I hate it. I hate Valentine's Day. Really? I feel like it's a over commercialized holiday. Okay. To get you to buy things for your spouse and make, treat them special for a day when you should already be treating them special throughout the That's day. right. That's right. Like yeah. go on a date, go on dinner, like you should already do those things. Yeah, I do that every week. Right. Yeah, I can so, see the point. I hate Valentine's Day. Okay. Wow. Well, I, I, I remember you saying that. I don't know, man. I, I really don't. I really thought about that ever before. Yeah. Well, there you go. Now, now, now you can be a <laughs> cynical person and look for what you hate. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, no, I, Christmas, I will say this Christmas, I don't think is my favorite holiday anymore. Uh, I think once I got past the stage of like the excitement of getting up on Christmas day and opening the presents, like my love language is not gift giving or receiving. I would say like, I told Allison and I, I probably sound like a Scrooge, but I, I could actually care less if I get another gift the rest of my life. Okay. I just don't, I, you yeah. know, it's cool. If someone thinks of me and gives me a, a gift, I don't want to minimize that. Yeah. I'm thankful for it. I'll take that into but account. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> but just like giving gifts, I enjoy that. Yeah. But of if I never got a gift like at Christmas or birthdays, or, I, I really, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. But Thanksgiving, I love Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving you know, is good. Thanksgiving, it, it is probably my favorite holiday. I, I can see it. that. I, I love Thanksgiving. Yeah. I enjoy just, just yeah. food, football, all that stuff. Family. The Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfulness. All, all the Fs. Is there any word for the Lord that starts with an F? Father. Father. My father. There you yep. go. Yeah, there you go. Well, Family, football, other friends. Nice. Well, you haven't bought any gifts, but all mine have been online that I've bought. We went. We had a special, we just, I don't know what it was, but one day we just, we went out, I was like, let's go shopping for Christmas presents for our family. And so we went out, went to Murfreesboro and went to a couple places, but we ended up not buying a single thing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> everything we were going to buy is online, but uh, we went to Marshall's, Gwen likes Marshall's and we we're walking around and I needed to run to the restroom. So I, I ran in there and there's a monk in there, full blown monk, dude, <clears throat> like yellow, bright yellow, bright orange the whole ordeal and it's just me and him in there and uh i just look at him man <laughs> what do you even say to this guy i was like oh man he needs the gospel nice outfit <laughs> <laughs> i just felt like man I, I wonder i probably should witness to him and so we get to the sink together it's just me and him there's no one else in there and oh man what i say i said how are you doing today and he just looked at me he just, and for people that can't see what I'm doing, he just nodded his head. I guess he took a vow of silence. And so I couldn't talk to him. Uh, and I asked him another hey. question. And he just stared at me and I saw, I was like, oh, all right, all right. And uh, I washed my hands and uh, that was very awkward. He didn't say a yeah. single thing, man. I tried to yeah. carry on a conversation and he just stared at me. Yeah. Yeah. It was so funny. I told Gwen, I was like, man, that was the most <laughs> awkward five minutes of my life. <laughs> I bet. Oh, man. I bet. Now, I don't know if you follow any sort of politics at all. Murfreesboro has been in the news recently. Oh man. No, I have not. Yeah. They, they're apparently 
uh, the liberal media said that they've kicked out all gay people forever. Out of the city? Yeah. But pretty much they signed a bill saying that uh, you couldn't do any sort of indecent exposure in public. Good. In Murfreesboro, which is good. Yeah. But they translated that as they hate the gay and transgender crowd. So. Oh, okay. Man, I did not see that. I don't know how. Yeah, I... you need to get out there, Dalton, be an activist. I guess so. In your town. Get so. a picket, uh, a uh, pitchfork, some fire. Yeah, Those types of things, man, they, they start small and they get bigger and bigger. Yeah. You get your crowd. Huh. And, uh, you know, we, we want to uh, talk about that very same type of thinking of something getting small, turning into bigger. Uh, Parable to Mustard Seed. And if you saw the title, cooking on this episode you would know that we were going to talk about this uh, matthew chapter number 13 uh this this particular parable i believe is in matthew mark and luke and um we wanted to point out this this passage just two verses um in matthew chapter 13 verse number 31 it says in another parable put he forth unto them saying and this is jesus speaking uh, the kingdom of heaven is like a like to a grain of mustard seed which a man took and sowed in his field which indeed is at, uh, is the least of all seeds, but when it grows or is grown, it is the greatest among herbs and become of the tree so that the birds of the air come and lodge in the branches thereof. And uh, Dalton, really the, the first thing that I see when I, I look at this passage is that it actually, first thing I thought of is it rem- kind of reminded me of, of the Christmas season. Yeah. And uh, there, there isn't a ton of correlation I've seen out there in commentaries or, or anything like that, but uh, it says that this grain of mustard seed is the smallest of all, and it's the least, it says, and, and it grows. And uh, I believe that obviously we started the Christmas season with, with Jesus Christ and his birth. And that's where everything started. And uh, Jesus's entrance into this world, you know, was just a very lowly place. You know, people didn't think much of it. And uh, you would have thought he could come to this world with riches and, and glory and uh, have all this this big scene but you know the lord just really started something off small and uh, as he grew up began to grow and you can see the multitudes begin to grow and and even that that what seemed to be growth began to dwindle when he died on the cross but then after that we've seen what christianity has grown into today and so maybe a little bit of a different take but maybe it's because of the season that we're in uh my initial thoughts is i saw this this faith and growing and it all it all started with jesus christ coming and, and humbling himself to, to be able to come to this earth and be a man and be a hundred percent man, hundred percent God. Uh, but, but really what the overall picture of this parable is, is, is talking about faith and talking about our faith growing and uh, Dalton kind of talk a little bit about that and, and some other things that you draw uh, out of this parable. Yeah. And, you know, you think about, you know, the story of Jesus' birth in the Christmas season and no doubt many of us are going to read that story multiple times throughout this next month. But you wonder when you, when Mary and them, they looked at Jesus and the, the shepherds and even him growing up just to think that that is the start of Christianity. That's the start of our salvation is in this mm-hmm. person. And I think even when you talk about the size of the seed being so small, I mean, you, you would think, you know, the creator of the world yeah, he comes, you wouldn't think he would come and, and be flesh and bone with us. And mm-hmm. we know how our, you know, human mankind is, but yet he chose to live this life with us, of course, perfect and without sin. But I mean, that was the start of Christianity. Even you, you even see that it began with the disciples and, you 
know, Paul, you know, not a disciple, but an apostle, apostle was a very intelligent man. We look at the other ones, you know, and probably not the first pick of, of who we would choose when it comes to, to carry on the story and the gospel of Jesus Christ. But yet Jesus chose these people. And in the eyes of the public, maybe not people that we would consider worthy of carrying on the message. But yet we see that that just the, the truth of God choosing small or maybe insignificant people in the eyes of others. And you see the Pharisees and the scribes and you even see like Nicodemus. And I believe he had a chance to get on board at it very early on, but he chose not to. We see it kind of comes around near the end, but he chose the people that we look at and in significance is very small. And yet those are the people that carried on the gospel. And you see that in Christianity, the people that you think maybe, man, I don't, I don't know if they would be able to do anything for the Lord, but yet those are the ones that God just takes and he uses greatly. And those that we think maybe is going to, I mean, be the next best thing they just kind of fade off. And I feel like that, that's very significant how God uses it. And you think about Moses in the wilderness, Garrett, how he flees and yeah, he was, he had a lot of good training, but God talks to him at the burning bush and, and that conversation that they have. When you look, he just comes up with excuse after excuse. You know, I'm not eloquent or I'm unable to talk or uh, I'm, I I stutter. And he has like four, three or four excuses of why he can't be used of the Lord. But God's like, God just says, hey, I'm going to use you. And I think that's important to remember that no matter what it is. And the beginning of Christianity is, is the Bible says like the grain of a mustard seed. It started off small and it's grown into something today where you can't. You can hardly go to a part of the world that's not impacted by Christianity, and most everywhere you go, Christianity has an impact in one time or another. You know, maybe not right now, but it did at one point and it impacted the people that, that live there. And then also, Garrett just it talks about which a man took and so, sowed in his field, and that field being the world, and the man that sowed it was the Lord. And just what a what an amazing thought that God you know never gave up on us that He saw that it's creation. And he chose to send Jesus Christ to, to save us. And we talk about we talk about salvation all the time, Garrett. And and sometimes we, we almost get callous to what Jesus did for us. But man, if we could just sit back and think about man what salvation is and really what I don't deserve, and and man, we can be very grateful for for what Jesus did for us. Yeah, yeah, it's very easy to take that for granted for sure. And uh, you know, when I, I think of faith, uh, faith started in myself you know, when I was a young child and I, I got saved at a young age. Um, that's where my salvation, my faith, I put in Jesus Christ, but even getting called to preach at 12 years old, you know, I, I, I didn't know what that looked like. Uh, now being 13 years ago, you know, I, I didn't know where that was going to take me, uh, where I would go to train for that, how I would do it. I didn't have a lot of knowledge of the Bible, uh, but I, I had the faith that I knew that God's voice was calling me. And just as this mustard seed, it says it's it's at the least or maybe insignificant to use, yeah. you know, or that you used, but but then it became a tree, mm -hmm. and a tree is a foundation. I mean, it's a it's a pillar of of strength. Um, you can see the winds and and hurricanes that come through, and great storms that come through, and those those trees will bend, but a lot of them, man, they stay firm. They stay right where they're at because they're grounded and they're rooted. And this faith that we have in God, it starts with salvation. Uh, but that faith is only supposed to grow. You know, I think of other things in my life that help my faith to grow. Uh, not only the investment 
of people in my life that they began to grow and, and help me in my Christian walk, my, my youth pastors, my, my pastor and, and different Christian influences in my life. But I even remember uh, testing my faith. And as a junior, I believe I was a, a sophomore, a junior in, in high school, uh, going into a covenant of prayer and asking God to send a young man to our church uh, that, that God would give us another uh, teenage guy. And God answered that prayer. And then in college, doing that with, with a bus kid that I had and, and one of the adult, you know, that, that started riding the bus. And God just kind of building my faith in the area of prayer and, and building my walk with him and building these different areas of my life where my faith grows. And as a 25-year-old man, you know, I, I would say that, that that mustard seed has maybe grown into a bush. I don't know that it's a full-grown tree. <laughs> and I don't know yeah. if I've arrived, you know, where, where my faith needs to be. Uh, but it is growing, and it's a continual growing. And I believe God in the kingdom of heaven, and the, the mustard seed, this, this faith in Jesus Christ, that's where our faith starts. Yeah. But then it's a building upon and it's a growth in Jesus Christ. And we, we both have, you know, our sons, uh, Jordan and, and Jaden. And, uh, you know, we, we would seriously think that something's wrong if we didn't see progression in their life. Mm-hmm. You know, Jordan is now just turned a year old and and he, he walks when he wants to, I say, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's, he's learned to walk, but he doesn't like to do it all the time. And, uh, you know, if, if we never saw progression, if you know, Jaden never said any type of words or was always mute. And you'd start to question, is there something wrong here, you know, with my child? And in our Christian walk, you know, we can we can disable ourselves, And that doesn't make us, you know, any different from other people because we're human. Uh, but we disable ourselves in some areas of our Christian life. Yeah. And we don't evaluate ourselves. We say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm just a Christian. And and everybody, everybody grows different, different rates. And and that might be true. You know, Jaden maybe walked sooner than Jordan did, or Jordan may have said mommy or daddy before Jaden did. There's, there's room for improvement in different ways. But when we lack in an area of prayer, or we lack in an area of faith, uh, we should really evaluate ourselves and say, man, am I, am I disabling myself to where I'm not growing in the capacity that I can be? And I, I remember growing up with my brother, he, he has a disability and a spina bifida, and he struggled in some areas, you know, that we, me and my brother, we didn't struggle in, you know, uh, we enjoyed playing basketball and my, my brother, Ryan, he actually had a pretty good shot, uh, but, but he just couldn't run up and down the basketball floor like we could. And when we put him in in basketball games, he would just kind of cherry pick and he'd stay on one end of the end of the floor and someone would throw the ball if they got a rebound, you know, and uh, he, he just had some different challenges and I have different challenges in my life that you're going to have Dalton and, and I have different struggles. The Bible tells us that. And just as much as we're human and someone might have a physical disability that does not make them disqualified in a lot of areas or any different or any less, yeah. but it's the areas in our life where we're the weakest that we need strength from God. Yeah. And we need that faith to grow. And some people struggle in, in, in having faith in prayer, or some people have uh, struggles in just their mind and their purity. Uh, other people struggle with uh, speaking up for God and taking a stand mm-hmm. for God. We all have those struggles, but it's that faith that we need to work hard at it mm-hmm. and, and do our best for the Lord Jesus Christ. And my brother, he, he could never, he could never run up the floor like we could. 
but he gave his best and yeah. he did what he could. Yeah. And you may be thinking, man, I, I'm, I'm never going to lead some huge prayer group or I can never stand up in front of a group of people and, and do this or that, or then God could never do this or that with me. And maybe God hasn't gifted you in those areas, but we can give our best to the Lord yeah. and we can help. We, we can have him help us in our, in our faith and our walk with him. Yeah, Garrett. And I mean, I believe if we're not growing, I think that's an issue. I think if we look at mm -hmm. our life and man, if I'm not closer to God today than that I was two, three years ago, I think, man, I probably should just do something, you know, change something or improve. Yeah, I think growth, you know, we think about growing is oft, often comes through, you know, going through obstacles and trials and ups and downs. And that's how you grow. And, and of course, no one wants that Gary. I don't think, I, I don't think anyone wants to ask for something bad to happen to them, but that's, yeah. that's how we grow. But also we grow by challenging ourselves by mm -hmm. stepping out and say, okay, this, this might be difficult to do, but I, I want to do it. And I'm going to challenge myself to grow spiritually by praying this much a day or dedicating, you know, this ministry of the Lord and making sure, you know, I'm, I'm faithful to it or setting some goals. I think those are, are all important things. When you think about the growth of this little seed that became the greatest among herbs, the Bible says, I mean, Christianity in itself has, has never been stopped. I mean, mm -hmm. you look out throughout history from the time of Jesus's ascension to where we are now. I mean, many dictators, many rulers have tried to kill Christians, destroy the Bible, but yet here we stand today with the Bible everywhere, with Christianity thriving, because no one can stop Christianity. No one can stop, you know, the root of what the Lord started from growing. I think the only yeah. person that can really stop it, I mean, is backslidden Christians. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what stops Christianity is those who, and, and us that get comfortable and where we're at and get complacent and don't tell anyone about the Lord, or maybe we just get complacent and cold in our churches. But you look at persecution, the end result of persecution is always, for the most part, is is, is a Christianity that thrives. Yeah. Look at a persecuted you know, church, they're going to grow. A persecuted mm -hmm. Christianity, they're going to make sure that um, they tell others about the Lord. It's just amazing. Um, different yeah. books I've read. Garrett, I don't know if you read the book, Insanity of God. It, it's a good book. I just started mm -hmm. reading it, but it goes into persecution, how the more they persecuted, the more that the people grew and the more churches began developing underground. Um, you read different books and just even history will teach us that that uh, the growth of the seed to so understand Christianity is going to keep on growing. And I just don't want to be the one, the backslidden Christian to, to stop the growth. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that's important. And then Garrett, you read in, in the parable here, and it says in verse 32 at the end, among herbs and become a tree. So that the birds of the air come and lodge in the branches thereof. And you think about those birds, Garrett, I mean, those birds are not, not a part of the tree. They're not a part of that, the kingdom of heaven. They're not a part of the growth of the seed. Uh, they're not as what you would say to save. They just take take advantage of of the the herb that the bush being there, the tree being there. And I think oftentimes there are a lot of people in today's society who they benefit from Christianity, and whether that they that be they they go to church or maybe they have a, a friend that's a Christian. They're just benefiting from Christianity. I think a lot of these these birds are people that are unsaved, maybe people that dwell dwell in the tree that they hang out in the bush, but they're not saved. And how sad is it for many people that are going to end up in eternity and they're not going to be in heaven. And you think mm -hmm. about it, you know, most parables mentioned, Jesus talks about there being that one, you know, think about the wedding guest, the uninvited mm -hmm. one, the one that showed up without the, the right wedding garment. 
Uh, you think about the talents. You think about the one that, you know, was never really a servant of of the Lord in the first place. You think about all this, there's always going to be that those that they try to get to heaven on their own or maybe um, whatever it could be, but they're, they're a fake and they're not going to make it. How sad mm-hmm. many people who will stand before the Lord and he'll say, depart from me because I never knew you. And uh, yeah. what a, what a sad thought, but um, I, I, I want to be, you know, part of the gospel. You know, I want to carry it on. Yeah. I don't want to be like a bird, someone that just takes advantage and, and builds a nest up in this tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was talking to someone today uh, that's in, in ministry and, and uh, they work for a pastor and, and they were kind of just telling me about their pastor and, and uh, how he's just a faithful man. You know, he loves the Lord. Uh, he wants to do the right thing. And, uh, and, you know, I think it's very easy when we talk about faith. Um, we can almost get the mentality of, you know, we're the only ones left out here that are oh, doing yeah. the right thing, right? <laughs> and it's just, just us over here doing the right thing and there's nobody else out there. Uh, but I believe that there are pastors and, and Christian people uh, in America, all across the world, that we're never going to hear their name. We oh, don't yeah. know who they are right now. You know, we, we wouldn't know, you know, what kind of work they had if, you know, they were standing in the room with us and we, we may never know the impact that they have. But but I believe a part of faith and, and talking about Christianity and the growth of it, uh, we live in a day and age, especially in America, where we've gone the, the wicked way. You know, yeah. we, we've gone uh, down a road that probably we will not be able to dig ourselves out of this pit that we've put ourselves in. Uh, it would take a miracle of God, you know, to get us out of the the troubles, the debts that we have, the immorality that's rampant in our, in our society. Uh, it may not happen. You know, I do believe God could do it, but there's a big possibility that it may not happen. And part of faith is believing that God does have people in a time such as this, that are designated and they still are preaching the truth and doing yeah. the right thing. And it can kind of get a mentality of, man, I have faith in God, but this faith of growth, right. Yeah. And growing the kingdom, man, it's just, it's just us doing the right thing over here. And God sometimes needs to open our eyes just as he did Elijah yeah. and say, there, there's other people out there doing it. Yeah. And you know what? I don't know that Christianity, as far as numbers and, who's who's believing in god and who isn't i don't know where we're at in history but i do know that there are people all across the world that believe just like we do they believe in salvation they believe in in growing god's kingdom yeah and there are people every single day that come to know jesus christ their savior and that little mustard seed that was once started and uh, the faith that abraham and isaac and jacob and moses and elijah and all those old testament prophets look towards did come and and we look back to that in faith and it's just continued to grow throughout history. And so when I look at this, I think of my faith and and the faith that I've been inherited, the heritage Mm -hmm. that I have uh, growing up in a good church, growing up with good family and and so on and so forth. Uh, You know, it doesn't just stop with just a few churches here and there. There, There's a lot of people that are still out there that, that love the Lord. And they want to continue. And and as you said, Dalton, I want to be one of those people that continues that yeah. uh, for my children and for my youth group that I'm over and, and for the church that I'm in now. I want to help further the kingdom of heaven and further the kingdom of God. And so Dalton, kind of give us your last thoughts and we'll close out the podcast. 
Yeah. And we look at this parable really just, you know, a couple, couple verses given to us, but about the kingdom of heaven and in a lot of ways we've applied it, you know, talking about Jesus Christ coming in this world, being born of a virgin, you know, as a little baby and, you know, starting the kingdom of heaven there, you know, and, and mm -hmm. Christianity growing and, and blossoming into what it is today, but also our faith, Garrett, you know, our faith, you know, look, we're someone insignificant yet. Jesus chose to yeah. save me and I'm justified in his eyes. And, and yet my job is, is to grow. My job is to, to be like that seed that starts off small, but hopefully over time I can, you know, challenge myself, stay faithful, you know, rise up above things in my life through the Lord helping me and, and go out and tell other people. And hopefully I can look at my life and I'm not the same today as I was 10 years ago. And that could be a stronger, better Christian for the Lord. And also just keep on sharing it and continue furthering the gospel and keep on passing it along. You know, I'm so thankful that someone um, shared the gospel with my youth pastor. And I'm so thankful that my youth pastor shared the gospel with me. And uh, we often get caught up and forget that someone told someone that told us, you know, yeah. And they just carry, kept on carrying it on and uh, let it not stop with me. May I, I tell someone who tells someone yeah. about the gospel and just keep on growing this, this kingdom of heaven. You know, that, that's what we're, we're told to do. Um, I'm, I'm not saying that God says everyone we're going to talk to is going to get saved or going to accept the gospel, but my job is just simply to tell them if they reject it, man, that's on them. But if they accept it, praise God. And I'm just going to keep on telling them. And I challenge you listeners as you're out there, wherever you be in, in the world or the, the U.S. right now, just keep on telling others about the Lord. It might seem like no one's listening. It might seem like, man, just no one's really responding to the gospel. Just keep on telling. You never know who uh, who needs it or who's going to respond. And hopefully that one person you can reach can reach somebody else. I think that's what it's all about. It's not about me. It's not about how significant I think I am because ultimately we know that, man, I'm, I'm nothing, but I can yeah. tell someone about the greatest thing that's ever happened and the greatest story uh, there is to tell is Jesus. And uh, mm. I think we ought to want everyone to know that. And hopefully, you know, those in our life, uh, we don't have any birds in the trees, Garrett, or those that are just, you know, faking it along. And uh, man, even in Christianity, I don't want to be someone that misuses the kingdom of heaven, misuses uh, mm. the gospel. I want to be someone that cherishes it and, and shares it. Yes. Relish in your faith. I believe that God's placed us here for such a time as this, and uh, we have a big responsibility to continue to grow the kingdom of heaven. Uh, but that takes a faith in our heart and sharing that with other people. And so we hope that you this week, as you listen to this podcast, we go into the Christmas season. Uh, we have a lot of faith. We have a lot of hope in a Savior that came and was not only born, but then died for us. And uh, hopefully yeah. this Christmas season, you can not only just uh, get the gift of Jesus Christ, but give it to someone else. Yeah, And through your church, through your outreach, and uh, through different platforms that you have, your social medias, uh, use it uh, all for the kingdom of heaven that it'd be able to increase just as this mustard seed. So we appreciate you guys listening to the podcast today, and uh, we hope you all have a good holiday season. Merry Christmas, and we'll catch you guys next time. Have a great day in Jesus.